Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Mission Matters. My name is Adam Torres, and if you'd like to apply to be a guest on the show, just head on over to missionmatters.com and click on Be Our Guest to Apply. All right, so I am happy to announce that we have Darren Prince back on the show. He's founder of Prince Marketing Group, author of Aiming High, and now so happy to say published author with Mission Matters in our latest Business Leaders Series Edition. So hey, Darren, I just want to say welcome back to the show and congrats. Thanks for having me, and I appreciate it. It's been a long time coming, a bunch of schedule delays, but here we are. Man, I have been watching you over the last couple of months. And when it comes to promotion, when it comes to advocating for your clients, when it comes to really getting your message out there and building personal relationships and and business relationships, and really just being an advocate for for healthy relationships. I mean, you're, you're the guy and we'll go further into that. We'll talk about the book. We'll talk about some of the projects you've been working on. Of course, we're going to talk about Aiming High, your previous release. But before we get into all that, We'll we'll start this episode the way that we start them all with our Mission Matters Minute. So Darren, we at Mission Matters, we amplify stories for entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. That's our mission. Darren, what mission matters to you? I think kind of what we touched on our chapter, I believe if I can spread a message of how to be the ultimate relationship builder get yourself to a successful financial place, but most importantly, have the peace of mind and self-love internally and being mindful of your mental health along the way. As I was victim to not paying attention to that last one with my opiate addiction for 24 years, that's it. And now my biggest mission is being a service to others and helping pay it forward, not just in my personal life, but professionally. Yeah, fantastic. And and really great to have you back on the show. So I don't want to assume that maybe some of our our newer listeners and our our newer guests have have heard some of our previous recordings and interviews. So I mean, let's let's take a moment and maybe start from the beginning and talk a little bit more about your background and really how you got started in in entertainment and also representing, you know, world-class celebrities and stars like Magic Johnson and Hulk. Well, I'm a pro, so I can wrap this up in about 45 seconds. I Grew up in Livingston, New Jersey, had a great loving mother and father, but always had self-esteem issues, anxiety problems, feeling of less than. And I had an experiment in sleepaway camp from bad stomach pains. I took Demerol from a nurse and uh, my life changed forever. Mm -hmm. Um, Became addicted to that for the few weeks I was there, lied to the nurse, went to the hospital, did everything I needed to do to build up the fact that the pain was so bad and came back and experienced something very similar with the dentist that my mom took me to for opiate opioids I was taking for wisdom teeth. And now at the same time, I built a very successful baseball card business and was making a ton of money. So I didn't need the doctors anymore. That business exploded, eventually got into the sports and entertainment autograph signing business, got out of that when I was 24 years old with a very high-end opiate addiction and started Prince Marketing Group. In the mid-90s with Magic Johnson as my first client, he still is to this day. Worked with the late, great Muhammad Ali, smoking Joe Frazier, Evil Knievel. And to this day, we've had clients for decades from Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, Charlie Sheen, Jerry West. There's so many, Denise Richards, Carmen Electra, Chevy Chase, and here we are. Yeah. 
So I want to let's let's dive into the book. So the the title of, of your chapter and what you wrote. So business success comes from personal relationships. So just a, a couple of the headlines within the book. So make helping the other person a priority. Schedule up personal lunch instead of a business lunch. Putting full effort into each interaction is vital. Never take the relationship for granted. Uh, don't forget about the in-house relationships. So we won't cover, you know, every headline, every single thing in the book today, because we still do. We still want people to go out and buy the book, of course. Of course. Uh, but but first off, I was curious. So I mean, lots of different things you could have wrote about. Long career, top levels of entertainment. Why did you choose this topic to present in the book? I believe it's so overlooked. You know, I think everybody, you know, wants to be a sales rep, focus on the money, focus on the success. When my late father always instilled in me, relationship building is everything. If you put the relationship first, the business will come. And the same way my life is about recovery, Adam, you know, I believe that, you know, it's our job to be of service, help others, not because I'm expecting something back. But I just know it just manifests that way. And it's the same way in business. Nobody spends enough time finding out their birthday, their background, mm -hmm. their significant others, their special hobbies and interests. And that's been the key to my success for close to 30 years. And, you know, people often say I'm one of the most connected, you know, agents in the industry. And it's got nothing to do with the business side. I think it's because I care. Any client of mine will tell you that 99% of our calls and when we meet up, it's about life. I was at Hulk Hogan's house last week in Tampa for two hours. And he was on the phone right now. I asked him if we bought up one thing about business, nothing, no business whatsoever. So there'll be people that watch this and they'll say, and th this happens often, you know, they'll say, well, that's Darren. And that is, you know, of course he's, he's, he's working with Hulk Hogan or he's working with Chevy Chase. He's working with these top celebrities and stars. So of course, but me, you know, I'm a, I'm a financial advisor or I'm a lawyer or I'm this or I'm that. Like, does what you're saying in those tools and those practices, like, does that translate into, let's just say a traditional business? A hundred percent. If anything, mine's a hundred times harder. How do you penetrate a global celebrities uh, with yeah. a personal relationship that's been screwed over and they've all got their horrendous experiences they've been through? I mean, if I could do it at this level, any sales rep, any position, lawyers, doctors, sales rep, you know, investment banker, a hundred times easier just following the basics that I that I talk about in Mission Matters. Yeah. And I, I wanted to ask, I wanted, I wanted your perspective on that. Cause I, I, I always preach this on mission matters. And I always use this story about when, uh, you know, I was a financial advisor and, you know, there's different types of, I haven't been in that business in many years now, but when I was, you know, I was the person I was at the birthday party. I was at the bris. I was at the, you know, I was at the celebration. I was at the home closing. Why I wasn't making money or getting paid for these things, or I wasn't counting the hours to me, like just that natural curiosity and just understanding and, and wanting to have a good, you know, quality of living and to not just feel like the individuals are your quote unquote clients. Like the way I saw it was, you know, they were an extension of my life, extension of my quality of living. And I'm making a difference in their lives as well. Like as human beings, like as connected individuals for, you know, over and above what contract we have signed or what percentage or this or that. It's like at the end, we're all humans and we want to feel connected and of value as well. Like, like, how do you, how do you kind of approach that piece of it? Like, like, 
the connectivity and also like just wanting to be part of, of value and, and help. Well, I, I think for me, it comes naturally. It might take a little bit of development for, for certain people, but you understand when you do that, most importantly for me, that really gives you the ultimate self-confidence and, and the self-esteem that, you know, we're all, I think, looking for. It's not about the flashy cars and jewelry and houses. I think when you make it so personal and you actually care and make that the top priority, it just comes back to you. And just like you did, I did the same thing. I've been out of pocket for years and years and years, and I still do to go to events, birthday parties, functions, holiday dinners, whatever it might be. Not for any other reason than... I want to continue to strengthen that personal bond. You know, there's been times where going to events, functions, other businesses actually come out of it because I'm there more as a friend than a business associate. And I'm sure you could attest to the same thing. And so, you know, this is counter, kind of, I won't say for everybody, but let's just say for some things in, in the media, kind of counter trend to take this position. But in my mind, like I've never counted the hours. I don't count the hours. I still consider it a privilege to be able to, to this day, to have you on the show, to have individuals, to be able to help them tell their stories and to do that. Whereas, you know, sometimes people are expecting this immediate like microwave society gratification of I went there, I'm supposed to get business like something is supposed to happen now. But I've very much taken the long approach in all of my relationships, whether it's media, whether it's when I was an advisor and anything else like that. It sounds to me like you're definitely in it for the long haul and you take the, the long approach to building relationships as evidenced by your, you know, 30 year plus relationships with many individuals. Can you speak on, on kind of just that concept? Because I feel like it's so counter trend to what we hear in the media and in news today. I mean, I like sometimes I hear the expression overnight success and yeah. people want to look at me sometimes as an overnight success. Yeah, an overnight success that took 20, 25, 30 years and it's still working and we're still, mm -hmm. you know, achieving and attaining more and always trying to grow and build and cultivate new relationships because nothing happens overnight for, for anybody. You know, if you have that quick money mindset, you know, it, it's going to hurt you you know, in the long run could be a short term gain for a lifetime of pain and mistakes. And it just that's just not reality in the world of business. I, I think the key is if you are younger, and you are trying to build something that's going to be your legacy, surround yourself too with a lot of mentors, people that have the success we're trying to get to because you can learn and save a fortune of money and years and years of mistakes and heartache from their mistakes, but you could also gravitate and accelerate your growth by everything they've done to become successful. Something else that you talk about in the book, so scheduling a personal lunch instead of a business lunch. I'll tell you, when I when I saw this the first time and I read it the first time, I smiled from ear to ear because I'm like, it's just one of those things that I feel like can make anybody stick out. Because again, this is one of the things that to you, it's basic and it's intuitive. But to most, when they read that, they'll, they'll kind of like do a double take like, huh? Like, why? <laughs> what has that meant to you in your career? I think it's everything. I mean, I love when people ask me about it, because then I know they're really real, because it doesn't happen often. Clearly, I have enough that are strictly about business. But even if it's strictly business, I'll spend 90% of the time making it about personal when I'm there and then kind of bring them over to that as well. Because I don't want to sit there and talk business for, for two hours. You know, you, you can knock that out in five minutes mm -hmm. and then build a personal rapport 
and a personal bond and a trust the rest of the time. I'm still doing it. I mean, I think it's just so super important and it just feels good, you know, that it's not just about, hey, how do we make money together? You know, you, you could develop real friends through the business world and you can almost like change it where now it becomes a personal friendship and a love and a bond and a trust first that you get the blessing of doing business with each other too. Yeah. And uh, I, I completely agree with that. And one of the things that used to, I, I mean, I haven't really, I haven't smoked a cigar in years, but uh, when I was a pretty active financial advisor, that was one of my favorite things to do with clients. And they were always shocked because I, I wouldn't talk about business the whole time. And they're like, why, why aren't you talking about business? I thought like this had to be a pitch or you had to sell me something or that had to be. And I, and I just quite frankly, wasn't, I mean, that can, like you said, you can sum that up in five minutes. You can do that over the phone. You can do it other times, especially nowadays when we have like such limited, in my opinion, FaceTime where we're one-on-one and we have time to make that human connection. Like we're not on Zoom, we're not on the phone. Like, like why waste that, that time that we have to really be at each other's lives and get to know each other with, with the numbers. Like that's, we can always deal with that. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. In-house relationships. So this is one, again, another, as I look through the themes of what you wrote and what you presented, like these are every single one, it's like counter to where I feel like many people are are going. So in-house relationships, talk to me a little bit more about what that's meant to you in cultivating those and really keeping, keeping a clean shop. And I think that's okay. Most people, you know, that work with us, you know, stay with us, you know, forever. I make sure the environment is really chill. Everybody kind of knows what their role is. There's weeks and months and days that could be a little bit more crazy than others. And then others are chill. I believe in, you know, giving people time off when they need it because I know what it does for me. But, you know, at the end of the day, I think it's so key to have the right team. But as we touched about a little bit in Mission Matters and you and I have offline, I think when things are great, it's important to, to reiterate that things are great or, you know, take care of individuals when, when they're performing better. And I think when mistakes are made, there's there's ways to go about that. I'm not one of these drill sergeants that just, you know, erupts. I might be disappointed in the moment, but I think there's also ways to give constructive criticism where rather than, you know, one of my agents or employees can get down and out, you know, the conversation and with them having a feeling of, oh, I know I can do better. Yeah. All right. So for everybody watching and listening to this, we're, we're going to pause on the discussion about the book. You want to know more about it? You're going you're gonna to have to pick up a copy, but I do want to spend some time on this interview. And, and while I have you on the line, Darren, talking about aiming Hi. So your your previous release, I've seen you on on tour now for, I don't know, over the course of the last year on on big podcast shows, doing big interviews and really getting the message out. So for those that are unfamiliar with the book, maybe give us a little bit of the background. So Aiming High is a collaboration of my professional career. I guess you could say was taking the world on a fly in this wall journey on what it was like and what it's still like to be part of the super agent life while I was deep and my own hell suffering with the 24-year opiate addiction and by the grace of god how i came out on the other side and found recovery sobriety peace and happiness since you've been out promoting the book and really and really spreading your message is there anything that's kind of surprised you along the way i don't want to 
say surprise, but, you know, Jay Shetty's a very good friend and obviously having a platform to be on his podcast, one of the top in the world, him and I still sent screenshots back and forth that area a year and a half ago. And the transparency and the vulnerability and the forthcomingness of individuals that saw that interview and were so impacted by it and have either started going to 12-step meeting, therapy, have changed their life, not just from drug addiction and alcoholism. You know, it's about mental health, too, what they have to do to try to cure that depression, anxiety, whatever, you know, feelings of self-doubt, self-worth. There was just so much identification for so many individuals around the world. And it's just the greatest feeling, you know, to wake up one morning, get a DM or two of my Instagram or Facebook or website where somebody said, you know, I don't, I know you don't know me, but I watch your interview once a week and it's changed my life or saved my brother's life or my sister's life or my mother's or my father's. It just, you know, I wrote the book almost as a form of therapy to help some people and help change and save lives. I just didn't realize how much it would change mine in the process. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that I, I like to talk about pretty often, but but I'm a publisher, right? So we sell books, we create media, we create marketing. And so I'm always trying to get individuals to, to go out there and to tell their story. Like, and I don't, whether they're working with Mission Matters, whether they're work, they do it themselves, use another publisher, like, I don't care. Like the point is, is what you've just now described is to me is the power of story and the way that us sharing our own, our own insights into our lives can really help others and can really make a difference in their lives as well. Because what I've found over the, over the course of doing this is that, you know, some people are going to warm up to my voice. Some are going to warm up to your voice and your message. Like we're all on our own, you know, path and our own, let's just say milestones or points in our life journeys. And those stories are so helpful to hear, to know that either we're not alone if we're going through some of the same things, or if we're maybe, or if we're maybe, you know, getting out of some tough, tough times and looking back to know like, Hey, we can do it too. What would your message be for others that are maybe out there that have a story to share or something to tell, whether it's books, podcasts, doesn't matter. But the idea of of sharing your story to help others, like, what would you tell to those that are out there that are considering it? I think it's almost like you have a responsibility. You know, not everybody believes in God. There's got to be a power greater than ourselves to come out of your own hell or adversity and turn your life around. I think it's a big being than all of ourselves that allowed us to get to that place. And it's not just for ourselves. It's to spread the message, to, to help others as well, that there is a way out of whatever that struggle that you dealt with was. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. And in terms of, I want some of the the uh, professional opinion out there. So for the, uh, let's just say, you know, you're not a you're not a, a Hulk Hogan, or you're not a you know a worldwide celebrity. And you're you're a business owner or a business leader, and you're thinking about going to get your your message out there, whether it's you know doing something like a podcast or book or otherwise. What kind of what kind of promo tips or what are the tricks of the trade from your vantage point that people should consider doing to get on to get on platforms and just to get their name out there? I mean, I think a lot of individuals sometimes, whatever it might be that they struggled with, especially in the corporate world, are afraid about judgment and the stigma. And you know, I didn't personally, I didn't think twice about it. And fast forward, 
no pun intended, Magic wrote Magic Johnson wrote the forward to aiming. There's so many different groups that, that we have a division two prints digital group that helps, you know, first time authors and, you know, writers that wanna help get their message out there via ebook, you know, printed book. We now, you know, can do that for you guys as well. You know, public relations because to me that's what matters the most. You know, if you've got a story that needs to be told, why not tell it? You know, all, all that does, you know, I didn't write aiming high at him to to make money just by default, really took our business to another level, personal brand. You know, because of that, I wound up starting my own foundation, Aiming High Foundation, which 100% of the proceeds goes to scholarship people in need of mental health and substance abuse disorder. Well, Darren, I have to say it has been great having you on the show. I continue to to be in your corner and to be a fan and to watch the promo, all the other efforts you're doing. I know we have some shows that we want to get you booked on as well to get the message of Aiming High out there and also all the other all the other things that you're working on. That being said, so if somebody is watching this or listening to this, Darren, and they want to connect with you and Prince Marketing Group, whether it's booking you on a show or for or, or talking about keynote events or other things like that, what's the best way for people to follow up? So my Instagram is at agent underscore DP. The business website is princemarketinggroup.com. I've got my personal website to officialdarrenprince.com. And if anybody's listening that, uh, you know, it's near and dear, the, the, the opiate epidemic, drug addiction, substance abuse. They can go to the aiminghighfoundation.org, which is my 501c3, and any contributions would be greatly appreciated. Fantastic. And we'll put all that information into the show notes so that our audience and I've got can... a Facebook to Darren Prince in Los Angeles. So people are old school and they're not on Instagram. You can find me there. Awesome. And we'll we'll put all those, all the links and things like that into the show notes so that our audience can just click on them and head right on over and check out your content. And speaking of the audience, if this is your first time with Mission Matters or engaging in an episode, we're all about bringing on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and having them share their mission, the reason behind their mission, and really what drives them and motivates them to go out into the marketplace and make a difference. If that's the type of content that sounds interesting or fun or engaging to you, we welcome you. Hit that subscribe button because we have many more mission-based individuals coming up on the line and we don't want you to miss a thing. And uh, Darren, Really, it has been a pleasure. Thanks again for coming back on the show. Thanks, man. We'll talk to you soon.